Wizards up 103-88 on the Hornets. The Hornets are terrible, guys. They're just they're just a bad team. Jazz down 112-104 to the Pacers. Fire them all now. Fire everybody. Everybody. Big one here, though. Sixers, 94-87 over the Celtics. Six and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Embiid's got 25-6 yeah. and four blocks. 23 points up? for Chris Stapps Porzingis, too. How much is Tatum have? Nothing. Uh, Tatum had 11 before, and I can get you the rest of that as mm. soon as the Wi-Fi decides it wants to work for well, me. Why you do that? I can, it, 14 I can points. Okay, there 14 you go. rebounds, though, too. I screwed up. So one that my uncle gave me today that I didn't play, he gave me Toledo against James Madison. I did not want to bet against James Madison in any athletic contest. Never do it. As you saw in men's basketball, they just beat Mich- uh, Michigan State, who's a top-five team, number four in the country. Uh, football program should be playing a New Year's Eve game. Let's get that fixed, NCAA. Let's get them in there. Um, but I should have listened because Toledo won 60-49. to 49, And the model was almost right because not only did we cover with the uh, Lady Huskies, they won by 44 points. 102-58 to 58 is 36-point favorites. We are now 14-1 and one in women's college basketball. This wow. is a run unlike any other. I've decided, guys, it's been nice knowing you. I've retired from the media. Have you? I don't like this anymore anyway. Uh, I'm done. I don't even need to bet football anymore. I'm just, I'm done. I'm I think that's just fair. Only I'm just women's, bet. It's only women's. We'll only now. accept your oh, resignation wait, if you give us those. Uh, Never mind, actually. Hold on. Your I just sources. My, Uh-oh. I, I just checked. I, I have to still make one more payment for my kids' braces. Oh, what yeah. was I saying? I, hey, guys. Hey, hey, buddy. Welcome hey. back. Love yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. How about that? One team, one dream around here. <laughs> Uh, Knicks up 73-53 on the Spurs. It's going to be an up and down. You mentioned this, like, you saying this earlier about the Knicks. Like, they're not a fun team to really watch right now. Nah. But, like, they're it's so early in the year. I just try not to – it's like the first two weeks of the NFL season. I, I just find it very hard to pass a lot of judgment on teams that early. It doesn't mean there aren't things they need to fix. It doesn't mean there aren't red flags that don't stand out. But those are also things that can be corrected very, very quickly. The Knicks we probably looked at as what, like, maybe a four seed is be- at best in the – in the East anyway. They're not a contender. No. They're not a team that's going to win the East right For now. For sure not. And San Antonio, I would say maybe even overachieves, goes over the win total, 28 and a half. I think they could be a 32-win team maybe this year. They're going to have games where they look great, and they sneak up on somebody, and then they're going to have nights like this where they're down 20 on national TV at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, did Julius Randle finally get warm? Because that would make sense because I, I highlighted how cold he had been. So the mush continues. Uh, he's nope, only got actually, six points. six points still yeah. stays cold. Thank two of seven. Goodness. Eight rebounds, two assists. One. I just have seen him on camera so damn much tonight, almost too damn much. Seven, eight, yeah, he gets his eighth point. They're right pointing out the his line. problems, Trista. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, I see. Yeah, they're like, hey, this Julius Randle guy. He could go, honestly. He could go. It's every other year with him, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's like every other year you feel like you get good Julius Randle. You got you got most improved player, gets the contract. Not a good year the following year. Last year, pretty good again. And then uh, back down this way again is Wemby misses a three. He's so, only got two points. I love to see I it. Know. Under 18 and a half looking good. Also, you know what? I'm going to add a little something, something. Uh, Warriors. So, BetMGM, the king of sports books, they just sent me a notification to my phone. I love when they do this. Warriors versus Nuggets. Same game parlay. Denver is set to host GSW, a.k.a. the Golden State Warriors. The over has hit in six of the last eight matchups between these two teams. Are you riding with the over? 227 and a half, minus 105. You know what? I was going to stay away from this game, but I'm riding with the under. Under 227 and a half. Yeah. Just because of the push notification? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way to do it. Yeah. All right. I know what they're trying to do. You mentioned Wemby and his bad night tonight. Still minus 350, though, to win uh, Rookie of the Year. I think Chet Holmgren, Chet Holmgren could give him at least a push, but there's just not going to be the same hype. If you look at their numbers right now, Basically the same. Wembenyama's averaging a little bit more in terms of points. Rebounds both around eight blocks, about two and a half for both these guys. So 
they're both super skinny and kind of look the same in a lot of ways, play similar. But the hype around Victor Webinyama just adds to the spotlight. It's brighter, it's hotter. And if he keeps up just these numbers right here, 19 and 8, two and a half blocks, he's winning rookie of the year. Even if Chet Holmgren has similar numbers, and which I think we all kind of agree, most likely the Thunder have a much better record than the Spurs this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that, that roster is really good. Uh, overall, the OKC Thunder, Isaiah Joe was playing really well against mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. Just role players who most casual fans don't know. You know, Lou Dort at one point was like 11 for for 11 from the field. So they've got a lot there. I don't know how the roster all fits together, and I'm sure they're going to figure it out, right, in terms of what pieces need to come and go. But, man, are they a very, very talented roster from top all the way to the bottom. Yeah, I really like that team a lot, too. I just, man, it's just like Wemby's getting so much attention, obviously, for Rookie of the Year that I don't think anybody else wins it as long as he stays healthy, plays enough games. And also, the Spurs are competitive. I mean, you know, it's early on here, but they're three and four. The only way that I thought that maybe he would get shut down is if they were just, like, historically bad, and I don't think that's going to be the case. In fact, I think they might be a playoff team, play-in team by next year. Um, I want to see what they're able to do in free agency. With OKC, though... OKC might be good enough to win a playoff series. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they're good enough to go to the Western Conference Finals. Probably not yet, but um, they're going to be around for the next couple of years. And then it'll be interesting to see if they're able to do anything in free agency, if they, if they even have to. Right. I, I just hope that, you know, like I said about Memphis a couple of years ago, although I wish I could take it back, I didn't. I like the core, so I didn't think they should move anybody because every time I'd go on the stations, they'd be like, ah, you know, maybe they trade Desmond Bain or Jaron Jackson. I was like, if you got a young core like that and Jaws the leader, just keep them together. That'd be maybe like a concern for OKC. I don't think they'd do anything like that, though. You know, move any of those guys. No, I don't I think keep right them now. Together. Yeah. This is the type of roster you let grow with each other. Yeah. Right? They're all young. They're all guys that have a really high ceiling for... They're like all unicorns, too. Like, Giddy's yeah. a 6'9 point guard. Chet's, like, unlike anything really we've ever seen. I mean, he's got to gain a little bit of muscle, but... Jalen yeah, Williams. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's good. I mean, he will, like but... Kevin yeah. Durant never really gained muscle. Some guys just can't gain muscle, too. That's why they play basketball and that, you know... That's the best situation to be professional in. Professional wrestling. You get to eat 10,000 calories a day. Yes. Exactly. That sounds amazing. And I don't ever gain weight, and I just still stay the sounds same. Sounds like a great problem to have. Like, yeah, to does. be Wemby. I mean, I eat one cupcake. My ass jiggles for a week. Yep, yep. You know, he's, he's being, like, force-fed just to gain two pounds. Mm. It's, like, it's like being 18. Eat whatever you want. Don't gain a pound. Yeah. Sleep easily. Get that Chick fil A. Don't get hangovers, man. They keep doing that Chick fil A commercial with the, the pimento cheese What's and honey. Order? Like, I want that. Go cheese. You know, interesting, though, in terms of tickets, Chet Holmgren has the highest percentage, while Handle is actually Victor Weminyama, 28 and then 37% in terms of the handle for Victor Weminyama. Biggest yeah. liability is Chet Holmgren right, right now to win Rookie of the Year. I mean, clearly that has to do with price. If you're going to look at this and say the numbers are similar, there's there's a, at least a chance. I, I will – I actually do want to kind of push back on something I actually said myself, though. I do think if the Thunder have a good enough record and Chet Holmgren has similar numbers – to Wembenyama, it at least gives him a shot. The problem is he's just not going to get that attention. Right. He's not going to have enough of that spotlight on him to really get enough of the votes. Because if a player lives up to the hype that was placed on him, like a Victor Wembenyama, it's hard to not vote him Rookie of the Year, right? right? Fair or unfair, like that's just kind of where it is. But because you had a price of plus 450 for Holmgren to win it, you at least consider it. You look at that and say, well, there's percent. maybe an opportunity where Wembenyama gets hurt at some point, and then that changes the whole dynamic of the race. 
Yeah, thousand percent. I mean, a lot of what we do is based on price, right? In yeah. terms of betting, there were decisions that were made right before the NBA draft two years ago with the whole Jabari Smith, Paolo. Mm-hmm. There was some line movement, and we didn't think at the time that Paolo was going to be taken number one, despite the fact that I felt like he was the number one overall pick, like and should have been. But you do that because the numbers tell you that if you're getting better than a three to one price when it's a three person race. Uh, then you probably should do it. It is probably a two-person race between Chet and Wemby, and if you're getting better than two to one for Chet, you should probably take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Um, you know, I don't even really have anything to add because I mean, I completely agree with you. It's all about price, and and that's why I liked Wemby. I didn't like Wemby originally when he was really chalky, but then when we got down to like even money, even some plus money, I was like, well, I got to fire away just because it. You know, we just. You don't really get excited for a prospect like this every other year. And, and, and when you do, you get the number one overall pick. It's usually like a dude that comes from college, maybe straight from high school back in the day like LeBron you'd get excited for. But this is completely different because he's been playing against pros for the last couple of years, even though he's just like a kid. And back in the day, you'd say, well, I don't know if his game's going to translate. But now we've seen a lot of these guys, these Euro players, come over wherever they're playing overseas and make a difference right away, like Luca. I mean... You think a lot of teams, or you think the Atlanta Hawks wish they could have that one back? Yeah, I, I do. I, I mean, do. I. Trey Young. Or is, just to swap out the guys, I should say. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking of like what the, the roller coaster that is Trey Young. Like, there's the there's the moments where we thought. Like, hey, we watched man, him at Oklahoma and everybody's like, that's Steph Curry. Yeah, which was ridiculous. And then Again, people but watch that's Luca and they're like, oh, he's doing it against 36 year old plumber. I saw on Twitter today that they said that somebody did a graphic of every team's worst decision. And the worst decision that this account said that the Atlanta Hawks made was drafting John Collins. And I was like, oh, that's not even that's close. I mean, not it's, close at it's, all. it's doing the trade to get Trey Young. Wait, like like in franchise history? Correct, correct. I would love to see this graphic if you could find it because that's <laughs> I'll, interesting. I'll Is the Hornets right just hiring Michael Jordan? Because they made some bad decisions, but I think ultimately like the one person that was in charge of all the bad decisions would be the bad decision. Uh, I would say drafting Adam Morrison might be right up there too. Like when Michael Jordan wanted to be player, coach, GM in Washington, didn't that just kind of prove like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, Jordan was one of the greatest of all times, if not the greatest, but yeah. is he really a good decision maker? I all right. Know. Every NBA team's biggest mistake since 2013. What's the Bulls? Wizards waiting too long to move on from Beal. God, I could have told you that. Uh, Hey, he's making his debut tonight. Oh, my God. The Knicks. Andrea Bargnani trade. That was a horrible, horrible trade. Uh, John Collins trading. Oh, oh, the Celtics trading Desmond Bain on draft night. That's one I think a lot of people forget about. Your Bulls. (laughs) The Vooch trade. Worst decision they said since 2013. I, I don't. Know I don't about think that. that is. He's actually their best player. I'd argue. Probably paying Zach Levine might be up there. Yeah. Paying Jimmy Butler and then trading Jimmy Butler the next year. Hey, here's superstar money. No, never mind. Bye. <laughs> oh, They're well, saying that Minnesota's uh, worst decision since 2013 is not trading Jimmy to Houston. I think every team that traded Jimmy, worst decision should be trading Jimmy. Yep. You know, like the one dude that shows up in the playoffs every single yeah. year. You know, like, I, I love Embiid, and he's going to win probably a couple more MVPs before it's all said and done, but I don't know that he's a winning player. The Sixers should have realized in that playoff run, the only one that he had, he carried that team. He carried that team in the fourth quarter. We've seen him do it everywhere, and they said, nah, Tobias Harris, we're going to go that direction instead. Yeah. I, get I like it. Tobias. He's having a yeah. nice little year, but he's not Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. No, definitely not. no. One you, guy could, you know, take over a game in the fourth quarter. The other gives you 14 points and you know five how, boards. You know how good OKC's been? is that their worst decision since 2013 is trading up to draft 
Alexei Pokashevsky. That wasn't that. I mean, that was like not a great. And nobody even cares. Like, like really, it's not even on the. It's not even a thing people talk about, right? No one's like, oh yeah, Poku. What a bad draft move that was. They got a big, another skinny guy. You know, long skinny guy. So it's that there. Uh, it should surprise none of you guys, by the way. Defensive player of the year, Wembenyama across the board. Biggest liability, tickets, really? handles, everything at BetMGM. Yeah, oh, the yeah. number's Every- amazing. Everybody's in on that. Chris Paul has now become the biggest liability to win sixth man of the year. Quickly's the favorite at plus 650. I gave I- it out. Yeah. It was a good bet. I didn't think it was going to work. Like, everything I liked about the Warriors and everything I liked about Chris Paul the last decade plus, I just didn't think it was going to work together. And no, nah, I mean, it has. And the Warriors are fun. Warriors are good. They're a lot better than I expected out of the gate. Still a lot of games to go, but... Yeah, and the, and the question for them really is, can they stay healthy, right? Older roster now. Can these guys have their minutes balanced enough where Especially it works? Especially Chris Paul, because we yeah. do this every year. He looks every. good the first 30, 40 games of the season every year. I mean... You just got to stay healthy. Yeah, we saw it. I mean, we're going back to his early days in... You know, whatever they, the Hornets that were the no, in like five places. I mean, right? The, yeah. The the Oklahoma City Hornets, if you remember, they were that for like a season or two. It, if it works, that's great. And I think one of the things that's really benefited the Warriors is those non-Steph Curry minutes with CP3 out there. It's yep. worked. Like they, it, yes. you've given that stability at the point guard position. You're obviously not getting the same player by any stretch, but you are getting that stability and that leadership out there at the position that kind of just keeps things intact. And you also don't have Jordan Poole hoisting up the ridiculous shots that he takes. By the way, Wizards up uh, 26 right now on the Hornets. Yeah, that's addition by subtraction. Yeah, it is. No Jordan Poole. I think the, I mean, for me, the Wizards part. I can't stop looking at this. Yes, I did. (laughs) Because the Wizards are winning right now, Trista. And Jordan Poole only has 11. Yeah. He's only got 11. uh, Kuzma again, 33. I'm going Kuzma the rest of the way. Kuzma's my guy now. Horvath Hoops, try to tell you guys Houston, we have a problem. You know what that problem is? What's that? We're going to have a whole lot of tickets to sell because uh, Udoka, not only is he Mr. Steal Your Girl, he's also, hey, Lakers, (laughs) we're going to steal those wins that you had. Yeah. Uh, you know, circled coming into the season. They're up 64 to 41. Granted, they're only a three and three basketball team. All of us, every single one of us, slandered the moves that they made. And they've been whoa, actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I slandered the what moves. What did I that say they about made. Fred Van Vliet? Well, I'm not a Dylan Brooks guy. Okay? I He's said, a little bit of a clown. No. But, in fact, you know what? No, I'm going to. I want to. I'm, I'm not letting you say that about me. I, I said like the, the Dylan Van Brooks. Vliet. I said the Dylan Brooks edition was a good edition, and there is video somewhere out there on one of our social no, you accounts. Did. I don't think you that. said that the Rockets were going to be a winning basketball Okay, team. I didn't say that. But I said <laughs> I liked both of those moves. Yeah, so did. now now we can agree on that. You did. Yes. I said I said I may have slandered them. I like the coach No, hire. you no, said you all said Don't you walk all this back. Don't I you walk this back, I also said I thought that the Rockets were my league pass team of the year, and I thought that they would be better than a lot of teams expected. But I did also say I didn't know why they paid Fred Van Fleet all that money. Yeah, I like the, can I be liked true. the move. Yeah, I actually liked it. But, I mean, again, this is this is six games into the season for them. So let's see where they are game I thought in the 71. loaded West they were going to be dumb, but they're uh, pretty competitive. They could still be. And it's they're early. making me money. And, We've seen uh, teams start off, you know, Jalen Green's great starts. got 18 right now. He's cooking. He's a bucket. He'll go out and put up shots. Don't let Nate Hinton That's get for hot, him, kids. Sure. Don't let Nate Williams get going. <laughs> Some potential survivor picks next. Bet MGM tonight.